Today's podcast is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you'll get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co. That's again, podgo, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the Social Work Rants podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of your application. Disclaimer, this podcast is not to be a substitute for individual therapy. If you need assistance, call 911 if you're in the U.S. or any emergency phone number. If you need help, if you feel depressed, anxious, reach out to someone. This podcast is for educational or entertainment purposes only. Thank you. Social workers, mental health professionals, and change agents, welcome to another episode of the Social Work Rants Podcast. I'm your host, Bass Moreno. Well, I hope everybody's doing well wherever and however you're listening to this podcast. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the Social Work Rants Podcast. That's all one word. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Social Work Rants. That's all one word. Um, yeah, so I hope everybody's staying safe. Um, you know, we're still in a pandemic, even though, uh, at least here in the U.S., uh, the country's open, people are flying, people are going on vacation, people are leaving the country, uh, going to different places, just, uh, living life, uh, pre-pandemic, uh, well, many of Many Americans are doing that, not everybody, but, um, you know, just continue to be safe, uh, be, uh, wear a mask if possible, um, you know, especially large crowds. Um, this week's episode features, I finally have one of my friends on the podcast, uh, Atiba McLean, licensed clinical social worker. Uh, in New York City, we went to uh, Fordham University together. He actually graduated uh, the year before I did. Uh, he graduated in 2009. Uh, most recently, he um, uh, got his uh, licensed clinical social workers, LC, after uh, you know, numerous tries of trying to get the LC. And you know, we uh, share our, our struggles in terms of... Uh, taking the uh, ASWB exam um, we shared our journey together um, so we discussed that on the podcast uh, this is part two of uh, fathering and, and social work uh, I've been meaning to uh, uh, put this out um, you know, uh, going through some uh, work stuff so it kind of like messing me up on uh, things I uh, wanted to do or had planned for the summer. Uh, so, you know, for me, every day is Father's Day. Uh, having uh, two kids of my own, so you know, we still celebrate on Father's Day, even though um, well, this episode is uh, after Father's Day um, that I'm releasing it. But you know, every day is Father's Day. Atiba um, is a dad. Uh, cute uh young boy um you know so we talk about you no know, balancing you no know, fatherhood and you know atiba works with uh, seniors they you know, talk about on the episode uh, and also has a uh, beginning small uh, private practice so you know juggling all that while uh, being a, a relationship with, with his girlfriend and and being a parent uh 
so it, we'll, we talk about that and that doesn't get uh, enough, uh, doesn't get talked about enough in terms of males, well there's not a whole lot of males in the field of social work even though there's constantly an increase in males uh, day in day out but in terms of fathering and, and talk about fathering and social work and uh, balancing uh, work and home life and and things of that nature not bringing the work home and just being a, a family man and things uh, little things like that uh, know it's important to talk about uh, in the space uh, the audio uh, disclaimer is we started off well and kind of like halfway through uh, <laughs> kind of fades in, in, in and out a little bit but you no know, we made it work uh, no, no te tech issues uh, regarding podcasting it was just was part of the part of the uh, journey in podcasting so um, so yeah so without further ado after this message from Anchor is uh, you know, my conversation with uh, Atiba McQueen newly uh, licensed clinical social worker out of uh, New York um, before I get to, to the episode, I do want to let you know that um, my poetry, spoken word ebook is coming soon. Uh, you can follow uh, any updates on, on my website, uh, bashmoreno.com, and also uh, you could follow the, um, the small business page at Bass City Entertainment LLC. Uh, on uh, Instagram and also on uh, Facebook. I have a Facebook page uh, as well. So any updates on my, my book coming out? Uh, it was an ebook, but I'm going to release it as an ebook and also uh, be uh, uh, paperback and hopefully uh, on possible hardcover as well. So um, I've been busy uh, writing. Uh, I've had some recent uh, inspiration um, that I will share on the podcast uh, soon. Um, so I've been busy writing and, and just you know, following uh, some uh, templates and going over some stuff to help me try to finish the, this book. And I would like to be done with this book uh, by the end of the summer. Um, even though soon we already kind of ha halfway through the summer as it is, so um, okay, enough rambling for me, uh, and then here's my conversation uh, with uh, my my friend Atiba, uh, a good dude. You should follow him. Um, and he's been a, a good supporter of me. You know, he's attending my Zuba classes as well, so. Uh, good solid dude uh, and doing it doing his thing in New York so, uh, everybody stay safe um, you know, be careful and take it easy peace out what's up buddy how you doing I'm good man I'm just you know trying to uh, you know maintain a balance between uh, you know parenthood and you know I like I told you before I, I was able to Passed the license in January, so I yay. started. Yay! Woo, finally, I feel like Kevin Hart in that movie, um, Night School. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the the LC, right? Yeah, yeah. The, it... it was murder. It was murder. <laughs> so I um I'm on this platform called Alma, and um, so I you know filled out all the the, the paperwork online. And I have started to see people towards the end of April. So um, I kind of have like about five clients. So I'm, I'm just going really slow, you know, and I see them kind of like after work. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been good. Good, man. That, that's great. Uh, so, so just let the, the listeners know who, who you are and you already touched on a little bit of what you do, but uh, everybody sure. know who you are, what you do on Wonderful Field of Social Work. Yes. So, yes, my name is Atiba McLean. I'm a social worker. I've been in the field for about, um, I guess, 15 years. Um, Boss and I went to um, Fordham together. 
And um, before I was a social worker, my major was business administration. And then I, I transitioned over to social work. Um, at the time when I was transitioning, I was working with this lady who was a career counselor. And she was like, because I, you know, I was going for jobs in my major, you know, business related. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, um, you know, checked it out. It was cool. And then I was like, she was like, why don't you try social work? I was like, social work get sh and get shot at for $35,000? That's crazy. <laughs> Just tell me you don't like me, ladies. That's nuts. So I said, okay. I did this, one of these personality, um, personality um, profiles online, Myers-Briggs. And um, I decided to do it. And, you know, so she had me um, interview uh, three men, three black men who had their own private practice. And um, I got an opportunity to sit with them and to talk about just what therapy, what was therapy, what did it mean? And I was like, you guys do therapy and get paid like $100 to listen to people's problems? I don't, I've been doing this for free. What's my problem? You know? <laughs> so I said, you know what? Let me, let me check this out. And I first went to look at schools. I looked at Hunter and I looked at Fordham University. And I, when I went to Hunter, um, I was like, I would call and no one would pick up the phone. And when I called Fordham, um, it was easy. Someone picked up the phone. How can I help you right away? Boom. So that was 2005, 2006. And I just started to take like two classes at a time on the weekends. And I remember my colleagues, some of you guys were, I was working too. But you guys had the added pressure if you work for ACS doing removals. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drive myself crazy. Right. I'm just going to take a couple of classes at a time. And it just took me three years and I was okay with it, you know? And um, I, I, so I, I started in 2005 as non matric, 2006, 2009, I finished. And then when I finished, um, Shortly thereafter, I sat for the exam and I passed it on my first try. I don't know how in the world I did that because the day I never forget, I went to take the test. There were people online saying, I took this thing six times. And I, I said, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> and I was, so when I passed, I was like, oh my gosh. And then I got the L, that was 2010. And then, you know, you have to get your hours now. So yeah, yeah. when I finally got my hours, I sat for the exam, I believe it was in 2015, and I took it. I didn't pass. I, I you needed a, I needed 100. Each test is 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 weighted differently. Yes. Um, some people can pass with a 96 on as high as to 115, and it seemed like every time I passed five times, the score I needed was 100 or 99. And so I, for some reason, I remember I got a Second time, I think that's when you and I met again, or maybe the third time, I took the boot camp class and I got an 89. Then I did it the third time, I got an 87. Then I did it the fourth time and I got a 94 and I needed a nine, I needed a hundred. And then I took it this last time and I was like, oh God. So I just was like, you know, it was a pandemic. Right. What was interesting is when I took the, the L the first time, I had um, fractured my knee. I was, it was a Christmas. Um, it was the end of the year Christmas uh, celebration that we do for our families. Okay. So we convened at a gym, and I used to work in Staten Island. So we would like have, you know, things for the kids over there. I'd be playing basketball. So I was playing basketball with this with this teenager and he and I collided and my knee hit his knee and I was on the floor looking and he was looking down at me. So I was out of work for about three months and I took that time for and within three months to study. So when I came back, I said to myself, I was out of work from December to March, but I still didn't feel confident. And then I took it in May. And ironically, when I took the exam this last time is when we have the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm home. Although I was, I was still working, but it wasn't intense. Um, and I said, I need to use this downtime to, to really get into it. And I passed. So I think 
it seems like when the world is coming to and I pass stuff. So I don't want, you know, I don't know if that's an omen. That's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hook up by crook, you figure pass. It don't matter how you did it. It's, that's right. That's right. It was like, and the ASWB don't, you know, they already got a, over a thousand dollars of your money. <laughs> They're not getting what? no more. No more money. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had to let that go. Yes. I had to let that go. Congratulations. I know we've been uh you you're my first friend friend who's been on on the on the podcast. So okay. you know, we we've been uh you know we've been been talking about it for like forever, like this damn test and taking yes. it and our struggles of and we either bomb or we come like really, really close and, and yeah. we've done like so much stuff and well like, it's like all the all the different like the boot camp you mentioned and all these other things that we've been trying to study and going through it while still working and having girls and, and girlfriends and, and then now, yeah. now we got now we parents and like dealing with parenting and still trying to study and doing all and still maintaining employment and changing jobs and all this other stuff. So yeah, it, it's been a a long grind. And, and like like I already shared shared with you, uh, Del- Delaware they they do their own thing. They they like the the I guess the Cali of, of the East Coast something. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm like 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 fuck you ASWB. I'm not giving you more no more money. I, I, I pay. <laughs> I pay, I pay my fee to 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 get grandfathered in, and I'm grandfathered in. Now I got to worry about doing this these CEU hours and and try to spend the the summer do some of that. So right, right. Congratulations on that. Oof. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Easy. I mean, yeah, because I was like, I ain't trying to take the test no no more. Uh, any anytime in the meet, not not during the, the this pandemic anyway that we still going through. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> no matter <laughs> even though people out with, with no mask on and fighting over take the vaccine and not taking it, and, you know, yeah. we still reco- we still recovering from forty five and, and, and people people still not letting it go that he you know he's still the president. We not. Oh, God. not not acknowledging uh, Robinette yeah, as president, so it's, it's, it's <laughs> man. I did. I I went to North Carolina, took a drive from from uh, Delaware to to, to Carolina, mm. and man, just Virginia alone is like they they still stuck on uh, on Confederacy time because uh, wow. I I even saw on, on one a major highway they have like uh, like a big old Trump sign. On the side of the highway, like Trump, something about Trump still our president. No, God bless him. <laughs> blah blah blah. And, uh, me, my fiance, me, and my son, we were like, whoa! Like we did like the, the, the freaking the Ice Cube and Chris Tucker the Friday, like the yeah. Friday pose. On it. <laughs> we're like, whoa! Like this, this is crazy, <laughs> crazy. crazy. It is. It is. It, it's massive. There's the times we you know we we've been uh, living in, and for some reason people want to nor- normalize this. Like it's like it is what it is, and it's just. I mean, no, no racism been been forever. Like this country's been born with racism. Our our constitution was written with, with n- not including you nor me nor <laughs> nor yes. the Native Americans yes. that were already here. So it's. Um, so it's, it's 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 nothing new. It's just very blatant and like unfortunately, you know, uh, you know our kids are are seeing that more and more. You know, every day to to a point. At least for me, like I you know, I've always been pretty much a news junkie, pretty much most of my life, and to mm-hmm. like not be like okay, I can't like watch watch news that much. You know, anymore like just okay i'm gonna have to change the channel like if i want to see like the weather or something i'm gonna have to look at my phone and my and my phone is not really really reliable regarding the weather and, and just take my chances going outside exactly exactly so it's just to not the it's just the, the news just reinforcing the the trauma you no know, we already deal with enough trauma you know in the field you know trying to help 
you know, clients going through stuff on a day-to-day basis and anybody on any given day uh, for any given reason could be a client for any number of different different reasons. So just uh, we're just trying to take it one day at a time and just not consume. Like so, it's, it's just a lot of information, a lot of good information, a lot of bad information, and it's it's just a, a lot a lot to handle. A lot it's just, it's just a, a lot going on. Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. We just uh, have to. Um, are you going to say something? No, no, go ahead. What I was gonna say for me, what I what I found, what I've done is, um, and it's, I haven't had a TV since 2013, and oh, how that happened. Yeah, it's weird. It's not by choice. What happened was in my building, they were um, doing some scaffolding. They were they were like um, changing the bricks on the outside of the building. So if you had a dish, um, I used to have dish uh, network. So okay. they took down all of the um, they took down all of the satellites, the, the, the dish things. So, so when they took it down, you know, first when you don't have the TV, you go through withdrawals. You know, you like, like yeah, you're yeah. a fiend, you know, because you don't have yeah. the TV. <laughs> exactly. Then, exactly. So as time would go on, I just didn't have a TV, and I remember actually when did it go down? I don't know if it was okay. I think it was actually. 2008 or 2009, I didn't have a TV because my parents came to stay with me for a couple of months before they uh, retired to Florida. And so it was weird for them to be in my apartment with no TV. So it was kind of weird. But anywho, I just, after a while, as, you know, things got more sophisticated with, with our laptops and stuff like that, I just would watch TV or YouTube and I just got accustomed to it, you know? So mm. as far as news is concerned, what I've learned is, you know, information is out there. So you have to be careful. It's like when you go to a supermarket, there's foods that you consume that can give you high blood pressure, mm-hmm. diabetes and all this other stuff. So you got to be careful about what you put in your brain because it can take you out, you know? So, um, I listen to the news, but I would just kind of listen to maybe certain programs and be like, okay, that's my feel. I got it. I'm good. And, you know, first I was, you know, you get into arguments with people about politics. And after a while, you started to say, okay, I know certain people think this way. I don't agree with it. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just going to laugh at your, with your post and keep it pushing or just <laughs> not talk to you because you, you, you think a certain way. So that's fine, you know? And yeah. And I think that that's kind of, made it more palatable for me to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Because if you just get onto that news thing all day, it will, it can take you out, you know? Yeah. I'm noticing that like, uh, well, I deal with that. Not, not as much snow since I I moved down here, but definitely with uh, both my parents and watching the news. And then when the pandemic hit and, when it was coming and then when it officially hit it was just you know the news all the time um and then like my dad still watches the news and you know the, the pandemic really got him like all like messed up in the head and it's like mm-hmm. you know really anxiety the depression coming in worried about me like down here worried about you know the kids you know down here a lot of them just reassure them like i'm fine the kids are fine you know even though i i I reluctantly got the vaccine, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I'm st- I still get get tested. Like, you right, know, right. when I came back from Carolina, you know, for the most part, people had like their mask on and and things like that. Surprisingly, more people had their mask on than not, but still, mm-hmm. no, no people didn't. No, not everybody had that mask on. So, right. not, not I still got tested. Yeah. I, I don't you know trust a hundred percent. No, these. Uh, you know these vaccines and trust yeah. the CDC and you know, uh, I've learned uh, in the past year that you know uh, Fauci got his own uh, his own agenda. So uh, like 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 everybody does, but you know he got his own agenda. So like there's only so much trust I have in, in CDC. Um, yeah, that's true. 
So like no, I still get no, still yeah. get tested and. Uh, <laughs> you know, I... Say it again. Say say that one more time. That's what you said. No, not no, I still no, I still get no COVID tested and yeah, you know, just to make yeah. sure I'm safe and you no, know, you no, know, I just you know, went to go see like my dad this weekend and yeah. and stuff like that. So you know, just make sure like he's all right and like look, I'm fine. Like <laughs> I'm just yeah. like. I just got the the the, the COVID weight, but uh, you know I'm fine. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's interesting for me. I um, so what I what I presently do is I work with uh, seniors at a senior center here in Brooklyn. Okay. So we we they um, I'm the social worker, and they have 13 sites. So um, before the pandemic hit, my responsibility was to go to each site at least. Uh, 13 sites. I would try to see them at least twice for the month or three times a month, depending on the demand that the seniors would have. So what that would entail is they would get notices from Medicaid or Medicare, Mm -hmm. and they would need help with that, you know, either to recertify for something or things about their medication and stuff like that. So that's how I would help them. So since um, the pandemic, we the centers have been closed down. So we've been doing activities with them on Zoom. So we would have cooking classes. I have a show that comes on and I talk about different things. And actually I'm gonna have a show, a segment tomorrow. And so I just, you know, so now that the centers are closed and one of the things the mayor just recently said that they're gonna be reopening the centers on the 14th, which well, is- That's great. Yeah. But the thing is, our center technically, you know, we're not ready to open up just yet because at my particular site, it was it's it is a testing site for COVID. Mm. So they have to, and they're gonna actually be leaving the building on the 18th of June. So once they leave, they have to um kind of put things back where they were. Uh they sealed off our kitchen. We had windows, so they have to open those back up. So we need time to kind of get back up on our feet, so to speak. Right. Um, to be ready for the seniors. So one of the things now is it's required that we get shots, but it's not mandated. So Mm -hmm. I've been one of those people that's kind of been like on the fence, like, oh my God, what am I doing? And so I know a lot of people, a lot of friends who've taken the shot and they're fine. And um, I guess my thing is I normally go see my parents in December. And so I know that the vaccines last six months so um, I think we have booster shots that we're supposed to take. So I'm like, okay, so if I take it too early, then when I get to December, it's like, oh, you know what? You need another shot because its efficacy is out. And I'm like, okay. So I'm kind of like, you know, kind of straddling the fence. Maybe August is my birthday month. Maybe I might do it around then or July. Or if the job is like, look, uh, seniors are coming back in, and we can't tell seniors to take shots. And you ain't got no shot. You want your job? So, okay, okay. so I might. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of like just hanging on, like you know, on a banana peel, waiting. Yeah, as long as possible. But other than when I'm out, I wear my mask, keep my distance, and just use common sense. You know, just that's it. Yeah, of course. And who knows if there's going to be booster shots available in December anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know, and I and I don't badger people about their choice. I figure whatever your choice is, wear your mask. Period. Mm-hmm. That's it. You no, know, I don't. You know, get into this thing about my rights and all this. Wear your goddamn mask and just leave me alone. No. That's it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm the same way. Like you yeah. know, your body, your your choice in terms mm-hmm. of the the vaccinations and. and you know, I'm gonna respect respect you. You know, either way, but just you know, just keep your distance. And yeah, I'm gonna still wear my mask. One one of my summer goals is to is to have like the the tan line or the mask on my face. So, because like, <laughs> I'm because I'm gonna wear a mask all the way to like the beginning of 2022. The what's the right. cold season? Yeah, and you know, come maybe you no know, Valentine's Day 2022. I might take it off and. <laughs> Who knows what's gonna happen then? So exactly, exactly. So I'm just, I'm just trying to like, you know, stay safe and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, you know, these kids, you know, you know, working with kids currently mm-hmm. is just, 
No, I know one of y'all little kids got got in and spreading it and all this other stuff. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and I know Pfizer, like you know, they got the the shot for for twelve and twelve years and over. And so mm-hmm. it, no, I haven't heard anything crazy about you no know, kids you no know, getting getting you no know, sick from from the shots, which is a good sign. So yeah. Uh, I even had a, like a conversation with my son. He was he, he's like Eli's like no no I'm 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 gonna wait a little bit. <laughs> so like, All right, and, I, and I respect the decision, too. but I'm gonna have to have another conversation with him. Like you, you start right. the, the summer camp and like you know you know, right. you know definitely by school because you know Papa's insurance run, runs out in, in, in August. <laughs> so you 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 gonna need to get it in case you gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> exactly exactly. You know, but at least he's thinking, you know, he's like, you know, I'm, you know, he's, he's uncertain. He wants to take his time, which, you know, makes sense, you know. Yeah. And and that's also going back to to news, like, you know, overload and information. Yeah. And, and, you know, now, now I was like living with family when I first moved down here and they were like news junkies, like <clears throat> all the time like, watching news. So it, it was just, uh, no, just a just a lot to process. I mean, you know, kids been through like so much. Yes. So much in this last uh, year, year and a half. So, uh, so it's it's just been crazy. How, uh, describe uh, you. Um, I know you touched on the you know, pandemic and stuff. Well, working with seniors, so how like I know like I, I I'm I'm still going through uh, you know trauma working with. With the seniors, with the pandemic, like uh, did your program, like like lose clients, unfortunately, with the pandemic. Like, what was the situation at the job? Yeah, so we lost. Um, I don't know the number, but each center has experienced a loss um, from our senior population, and it's um, you know, obviously due to the pandemic. And I think in some cases, it's just been. Uh, I've seen a few seniors who have lost weight. So, um, which is interesting because for some of them, okay, there are some seniors who live alone and obviously um, if finances are tight, our program is a supplement in terms of a meal, but then you'll find that even in those situations, they have food stamps, they have other resources to get food, but because they're not able to socialize, eating is kind of not a priority, you know, mm-hmm. or other things are coming up. Um, and then, of course, there are seniors who succumbed to the virus or there were mm-hmm. other or their immune systems were weak as is. So this just kind of took it over the top. Um, I think once we kind of get back up and running, there's going to be some acknowledgement of those who passed. Um, we've been doing that anyway. So like every morning we, we have our Zoom um, program starting from 930 to well 10 to 3. And uh, of course, people will acknowledge those who have moved on. So, um, and most of our seniors, I would say, I don't know the count, but most of them seem to have taken at least one shot or fully vaccinated. Okay. Of course, some, some of them are skeptical about about it, but I think for the most part, they're looking to forward, forward to coming back. And we've said, hey, one of the criteria is that you got to get vaccinated in order to come back. And so they've kind of jumped in line with that, you know? So now and I'm like, I'm telling folks they got to get shots and I'm not getting no damn shots or what I look like. You know, so. <laughs> but, that, but that, but that's no, no social work as a whole, like, you know, teaching the clients about budgeting and all, and all this stuff. Right. And our, our finances be <laughs> like trash too, or yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. situations at home that we dealing with and we like, talking about like coping skills and we're not doing it <laughs> ourselves yeah, yeah. in our own lives. So that, that, that's real. That, that, that's, they ain't, they ain't teach us that how not everybody in Fordham t- taught us <laughs> about, about that. So like, uh, exactly. Dr. Tyson got rested. So, and, uh, mm-hmm. he kept it, he kept it a hundred real quick. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. You know, but it's, it's not a, it's not an easy decision, but I guess it's just one of those things that we have to do, you know. Yeah. And um, and I think for the most part, what what this has helped 
I guess for the senior population and just in general, just, um, you know, just to take care of your health, go to the doctor when you need to, um, and eat certain foods that keep your immune system strong, you know? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times folks are like, well, I, I made sure I eat a certain way. I eat a certain way so that I can, I can be healthy, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's what they, they try to do, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I found uh, working with seniors, um, and it's not necessarily the seniors themselves, although uh, there were some seniors that like drove me nuts with their 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 needs, but more so like their family members, and it really drove me like drove me nuts and made the job. How is it working with with, with the seniors for you? So how is it working with the seniors? Yeah, because I, I, I found it to be uh, as challenging a population as any population that that I, I worked with. Well, you know, it, it's not that it's not for me. It's not that difficult because it's in, in a way it's like. I guess in a way they're, they're like my parents in some sense, I can relate to them. But I guess the only thing is that I mean, I I speak to them. We kind of speak to each other about the same amount of time, but the way I look at it is, you know, when I get older, this is going to be me, right? This could be my reality. Right. You know? So some of the things that they talk about, you know, maybe if it's some family dysfunction, because my role as a social worker with the agency, it's not overly, okay. it's not, it's not overly clinical. Um, so, but sometimes things do come up, so it hasn't been, it hasn't been too stressful. It hasn't no been too stressful. But, and that, and that helps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so, um, so let's talk about, uh, your, your little one real quick. How's your little one doing? He's, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. He is. He's now in in um in in um in, in kindergarten or no daycare. I think I skipped the I think I skipped the step. <laughs> and um, he's been doing well. And uh, of course, the transition was a little rocky because he's he was he's used to being around us, you know. Right. So uh, I dropped him off today. This afternoon, before I before I came to my office space, what I'm going to attempt to do, I don't know if I should even do it, is put my headphone in. But I'm scared right now. But um, <laughs> but it's it's been good because it, it's been giving mommy and us a break, especially mom because she's uh, with him most of the time. She works from home. Okay, and so. He's getting to work on skills, and um, so we're just happy that 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 he's in school, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, uh, so, so how is it? Um, you know, juggling, you know, two two jobs and, and and being a dad. It is. It's a lot, you know. It's, it's sometimes, you know. I guess for me, what, what I try to do is, um, I think one of the things that the pandemic has kind of helped me to see is, you know, the importance of family. Not that family was not important. In terms of, you know, um, the kind of work that I'm doing that um, make sure that I leave something for myself so when I can be present and I think because because of the pandemic it was not so hectic I'm trying to get more involved in you know parent um, so I was off for the past few days taking them to school um, you know parent you know making the breakfast doing things that I need to do 
so that I can do my part as a father in the home. Whereas a mom, you know, traditionally they do everything. So when you have that kind of situation, it causes stress, you know? So I think the pandemic, because it slowed everything down, it makes me realize like, okay, I need to pick up in other areas of my life and realize that what's important is that, yes, you know, I want to move ahead in my career and all the other stuff, but I got to make sure that I'm also stepping up as a parent. So I got to find a fine line. That's why I said right now I have five clients and I'm being strategic and I realize that I can probably have a lot more, but I want to make sure that I go into it slowly, methodically, and that I can still manage it, you know? Right. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to overwhelm yourself and right. just stress yourself out. And then, you know, as you, you know, and going to like, you know, whatever school, you know, dealing with school, school, it's, uh, Say that one more time. Hold on one second. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Oh, I just put in the headphones, so now it's it's working. Oof. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. No, no, I was saying that I got no. Is is the the balance is going to get even more tricky? You know, one uh, has you no know, the children get get older and. Going yes. to school and then dealing with teachers and then the, everything else that, that comes with school. So it's just, uh, you know, picking, picking up and you know, pick up, drop off, and all this other stuff. That, Activities and all that other I, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can do is just turn to you for help. <laughs> I am. That's 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 what you know. We gotta we gotta you know support each other. You know, yeah. Dad, parents, and and you know, I, I've like known so many people that have, have had newborns during the pandemic, and just like be like, hey, like you need anything, or just reach out. And that's that's all we can do as parents and support each other. Though know, we on this pandemic together, and it's. One day at a time, and so you could do. That's it. That's it. That's it. So, so is the so you find yourself like like using like social work terminology or like or because of social work you like uh like maybe parented a little different than you would before you had a kid. You're like, oh, I can't do this. Like, I, I might catch a case. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I would definitely say that. Um, it's interesting because what I notice, you know, they say that raising boys is different from girls. And what I'm getting across the boys, across the board, is that boys are, are tough. They're like, I think of the um, that that um, commercial mayhem, the insurance car insurance guy. Yeah. And it's like that's 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 a typical boy growing up. He's, they're gonna do stuff. They're not gonna listen. They're gonna break things. They just that's just their nature. And I have to take a deep breath because it's like sometimes I'm gonna grab him and but I gotta <laughs> realize that if I do that, it becomes a habit, and that's how he's gonna handle stress, you know? Yeah. Because he's at the stage where he's expressing himself. He knows how to say what he wants. He'll say water. He'll say as best as he can. But his frustration tolerance is short. So yeah. I got him like one of those tablets so he can his thing but because of how it doesn't connect to the internet fast enough so mommy has a an ipad and he wants the ipad if you don't give him the ipad he'll throw a fit <laughs> you know so a couple of times he's throwing it on the floor and i have to pick it up take it away from him he cries and I let him cry hug him and you know do that so i'm learning techniques like how when he's frustrated let him be frustrated sit down give him a hug when he comes from school today and he's bouncing around too much, give him a bath, cool him down, you know, instead of going to the aggression mode, because aggression mode, it's, it fulfills you in that second. You don't want that to be your your go-to. You got to constantly yeah. show techniques, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, still uh, 
still, still learning, even though 12 years in, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple of times I'm like, like, like it's about both my kids. I'm like, if you don't turn on your camera and participate on your class, I will not itch out of you. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, they're trying you, definitely, definitely. Yeah, the kids, kids try you, my, 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 my girl, Sophia. She, she's definitely uh, tries me a lot. Boy, boy, too. Uh, he just does that, does like dumb shit, but yeah, yeah. My girl really t- tests my my patience and like. This is why I don't want another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love them though. I love them though. They, 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 they my world. They my why. They, any moves I make, like is like with with them, with them. In- yes, definitely. So like, I don't. All my moves gotta be calculated, just because it affects them and that nature. Making moves and making sure like a point for them, and cause in case they gotta go to the doctor, and mm-hmm. so it, it, you know, it, any job I've had or like, this ain't working out or whatever, like, on to the next one. And, and I and I understand they they've been through a a lot this last you know, year and a half with. You know, Moving out of New York, coming to Delaware, into new house, new school, and just the stuff, and they've handled it, you know, uh, beyond. I'm proud of, proud of them, and let them know I'm proud of them. But uh, uh, like everything that handle it, so well, it's the greatest, and, and you know, they 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 they're ready for school to be done. They got a couple days left for school. And they're ready. Yes, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the fact that they were able to bounce back is um, is a good thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely. They, they, they really taught me a lot about uh, you know, resili- resiliency and you know, more things. You know, they take on and they, they still like overcome and do what they need to do as best they can. And you no know, kids are going to be kids. They going to act a fool and. Uh, and things of that nature, you know, being sibling with normal stuff, you know, that kids do, but um, no, no major issues, no either one of them, uh, and they got all the excuses in, in the world to, you know, act out or wild out or anything like that. But they're really two awesome, really good kids, and uh, I, I thank God for. Them. Yeah, man, that's good. That's good. You know. That's good. And as long as you know, we we make we do the best that we can. We we ask for help. Um, I talk to my neighbors. I talk to anybody that will listen. You know, and they'll just sometimes give me advice that I didn't even ask for. And I'm like, okay, I could use it or not. You know, and just <laughs> that's it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, well, so you got any um, any other goals or anything you want to accomplish the the rest of 21? Um, what I want to, I guess, uh, get my apartment cleaned up because it's it's a it's a madhouse. My girlfriend, what she does is she makes her own skincare products. So we're in a, you know, we we just need to kind of create space and some and some order in the apartment. So if I could, as my birthday is in August, so I said if we could get this apartment together and organized, that'll be that'll feel good for everybody. Um, and I would just say, just continue into grow my practice slowly but surely. Um, continue to support my girlfriend with her business and, um, continuing to learn more about my son and and how to be an effective parent. Um, to communicate with my parents more in my friends more because I noticed one of the things is in becoming a new parent or taking on new responsibilities, I don't pick up the phone as much because there's so much going on. So it's like I don't want to get distracted. So I right, think right. another reason why I've learned how to 
not necessarily block out the news or even sports for this matter. Like I'll watch it on YouTube. I'm happy, you know, but I don't get so caught up because there's things I, I have to constantly work on. But even in doing so, you got to have balance, you know, so I guess also to be balanced, to make time for to make time for things that are frivolous, to make time for friends, to make time for a lot of things, but to try and find a balance to to it all, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that was, that's what I would say, balance in all areas of my life. What's that? How, 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 we'll, we'll end with this. How was, um, you know, Eric, you know, we touched on earlier about, uh, eight Agent Orange and everything that you know, he done the last four, four years and change. And then on top of that, everything that happened and George Floyd, Beyonce Taylor and, and everybody else before them. Uh, uh, how was that for, for you, you know, dealing, dealing with, you know, work and pandemic and then, you know, stuff that happened to Breonna Taylor and, and George Floyd being, being murdered and, and all this stuff that has a, a black man, how was that for you? Well, I think overall, it's just, um, and I guess in a way, uh, with that kind of trauma, you know, uh, racial trauma, it's, in a way, it's, you become, or I've become somewhat, uh, sadly, not accustomed to it, but but you, you just develop a tough skin. So when it happens, I am aware, I try to get some understanding, you know, talk with other people, but not let it get me to a point where I become um, harmful to myself, harmful to my family, um, or harmful in, in my actions in the world, you know? So mm -hmm. I think overall, what the government needs to do I mean, it's just, it's simple. Um, it's simple, but yet they, they complicate it. Um, create laws that basically just protect people, and then particularly people of color. It's, it's real simple, because what I, what I found very interesting was that the Asian hate bill was created. Boom. It's, and it, it, it was no confusion. It got done. You know, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to be protected, but at least there was a level of respect. And I think that when groups are able to get things done, legislated, um, that comes from a place of power. So until the government just makes laws, you know, defunding the police, you know, do we need so much police surveillance? I mean, it's, it, it doesn't mean, you know, firing police officers. It means, okay, this community is heavily policed. Okay. What's going to happen if something is heavily policed, but we don't have services in there? We don't have mental health counseling. We don't have a garden in this neighborhood. We don't have adequate stores for health. Then we're going to continue to have the same problems. If police officers can continue to hurt and, 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 and murder people, and then the taxpayers have to take their money to pay you know, for the family, that doesn't change anything. Make consequences for police officers so they can understand. Of course, not all police officers are evil. It's just that they have a system that protects them when they when they go rogue. So until systems are in place that holds them accountable, until um, there are programs in neighborhoods that are overly policed and underserviced, until you address those issues, then it will be more of the same. And then what I'll also say is that basically hatred and racism destroys the planet and my philosophy is that we are the virus so if we can't get along with each other on some level it doesn't mean i have to marry you you don't have to live in the same neighborhood but respect and i think mother nature's way of 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 kind of correcting us is giving us a little virus now some people will say it's made in the lab or whatever i don't know but i think it, it kind of makes us get in check with hey you know one day all of us can be gone and so while we're here on this planet, what, what do we really want to do? Can we respect each other? Can, can I pay workers who work for Amazon a livable wage? Like this, it cuts across the board. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it cuts across the board. And it, I think it comes down to respecting your fellow human. Just respect. That's all people want. And, and the ability to take care of their family, an ability to enjoy the quality of life. And people who are wealthy, they need to look at that and say, okay, I know that I'm wealthy because of the average person. So what can I do to contribute? How do I make this planet a better place than the way I found it? Because if we keep having a, a lot of haves and have-nots, that also is violence too. So, you know, we have to change the way we the way we operate on this planet so that our children can grow up and have a planet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it, it really comes down to how do we treat each other. And um, if we don't figure that out, it's it's we're going to have more boo-boos. We're going to have more destruction. So... I hope that we can figure something out, you know? Yeah, I hope so, too. Yeah. Uh, how, how can people re- reach out to you? Sure. So you can reach out to me. Um, I'm working on my website. Um, but the platform that you can reach out to me is called A-L-M-A, Alma. But I, what I've, And basically, it's a website for different types of therapists. And um, what I've noticed when I've asked people, how do they hear about me? They just did a search for a black therapist or stuff like that. And, it, and stuff popped up. But if you go to that website and you type in my name, A-T-I-B-A, McLean, M-C-L-E-A-N, I will pop up. Um, I'm going to start to work on more of, a, I guess, a web presence so that people can kind of reach out to me and stuff like that. But if you just Google my name, Atiba McLean, something should pop up. I'm on Facebook, I'm on uh, Instagram, and uh, so those are ways to kind of get a hold of me, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, let let, let me know uh, how I can help with the business and the website. Sure. I I just, like, uh, like updated, like, my my website a a little bit, put some Mm -hmm. recent pictures and Got a logo for for my small business and put it up and things of that nature. So I'm learning as I'm going as well. So yeah, and I have to say I'm proud of you. You you were able to find your own lane. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about what can uh, social workers do or clinicians, and I said as a as business people we have to find our own niche. And you found your own niche doing the podcast, and you also do the Zumba thing. So that's that's also great too. You know, so. I have to continue to find other lanes. Just so, just because there's success in one area, there's always things to work on. You know, so at least you have uh, other lanes that you can continue to grow on. You know, so that's that's what's up. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate. It. Yeah, man, I'm mm-hmm. trying to learn, and you know, I just spent the past year year and a half just learning about stuff, and you know, from stock market and and all these different things and try to like you know living wills and life insurance and yeah yeah you no know, just try to leave a legacy out for the kids you no know. yeah um because man it, it was getting real real bleak like real, <laughs> real quick like sure i don't know if i'm gonna be around the virus gonna take me out and like, i know let me set stuff up and fix stuff around for in case something does happen at least Kids yes. got some money, got some money, and, and, and you know, just just always always think think about them and always think about the next move, whatever the next move is going to be, and like I'm I'm always like thinking and like whatever ideas you no know, pop up, and I appreciate you for supporting you know, my crazy ideas in terms of uh, you know the Zumba that you surprised me that yes. you came and, and, and it was one of my and. Uh, you know, having like um, a partner who's my crazy ideas. So uh, yes, and, you know, and just I just gotta put put it really put everything together. That's all. That's it. That's it. That's it. Every day we do something new. Yeah. Uh, thank, uh, thank you so much for coming on. It was good talking to you. You stay safe, and uh, I'm a phone call away. You need something. Sure. Likewise. All right. Take care, brother. Take care. Uh Bye-bye. Happy Father's Day. Yes. Happy Father's Day.